Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and I am joined by the ghosted Loose Cannon. Actually, I'm feeling a little ghosted too, Loose. How are you tonight? Poof! Vanished, dissolved, evaporated, faded, ghosted. It's what I do at the end of any social interaction. Just fucking go. Vanish. That's, that's pretty much, I mean, is it so weird? Like when we're talking and like all of a sudden you just hang up on me, that is you ghosting me, I take it. Well, or that, or I say, I'm sorry, I got to go. I'm on three percent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You haven't done that in a while, so pl- please bring that back. But uh, <laughs> well, let's catch everybody up on what we're actually talking about today, because it's a, it, for us definitely it's a serious thing. It's about as serious as you're going to get with us. But a while back, we had an episode that we're for right now. We're just going to say was called episode 140. If you were a follower of the show, you might have heard it. And now it's gone. The intro to that episode was uh, about 15 seconds of uh, Mitch LaFon Rock Talk episode where he was interviewing Eddie Trunk. And uh, what do you like to call what I did with that? Uh, we, we basically just chopped it up and then uh, Bohemian Rhapsody did it, right? Yeah, pretty much. You had like a thousand tracks, yeah. Eddie and, and and Mitch, and we made this huge mix, and it just basically explodes at the end, and, the, and then the show starts. And the joke there for us was, because we are a comedy rock podcast, the joke we were making there, funny or not, like it or not, the joke was these two people like to talk more than they do like to listen. Uh, and <laughs> again, it was just a joke, but LaFon's... Uh, he uh, he reported us for copyright infringement to uh, our host SoundCloud, and they pulled it based on that complaint. I mean that that's that's the basic summation, Lewis. Where do you want to go from there? Sure. No, I I want to uh, mention. Uh, can I get to kind of tell the description of our show, and I can go kind of go from there? I think that's a good base. You can do whatever you want. The floor is well, yours. Well, thank you. I, I thank you. I appreciate it very much. Hold on. Very kind. I just apparently we just got a complaint. You can't say anything. <laughs> Damn it already! <laughs> Fuck it. You say what you want. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, hey. Okay, so hey, here's a <laughs> summation. Our our show uh, in the description of Facebook in iTunes is Cobras and Fire is a comedy rock talk show with absurd discussion about music and life with a mix of classic artists and bands on the rise. Join us as we make fun of what we love. Now. Part of that absurd discussion is busting balls about bands, the music industry, other podcasters, and ourselves. No one is spared. Now, that episode, the main inspiration of it was simply that he did this post where he had a picture of himself looking at his phone. Mm-hmm. And uh, this this was on his page. And he uh, there's a lot of comments on it like don't look at your phone this that and the other it was it was a big screen at a Judas Priest concert and he said a phrase that was we thought was would be great comedy gold for the podcast doesn't matter who it's from it's been that a is, hit for us too yeah and it was just simply you know somebody was saying uh, he's saying I'm, I'm live look, you can't be live tweeting at a Judas Priest concert people were saying what are you doing you should be watching the show and he said I would never apologize for doing my job would be doing my job Right. So from there, the fact that it was that and that it was – there was no breaking news at a Judas Priest concert. You know, no. it's a set thing. They're doing the same thing every show for the entire thing. Now, the, the weird thing be is later let, on this – sh- Let me on, – on just that little part you're talking about. I thought it was kind of cool that he shared it, but the way he handled it was where I was like, oh, come on. Like it, it almost seemed like he's like, yeah, you got me, right? But it was like, yeah, you got me. Doing my job. <laughs> Right, so it was. It was like I, I am poking fun at myself, but then he didn't enjoy any kind of um, remarks about it. So anyway, so we, we listen. It doesn't matter who it is. That we, we scour the internet looking for subjects because we're almost out of material every week. <laughs> so we're trying to find something to talk about, yeah. and that seemed like like okay, we weren't going to talk about uh, the Lafons for just in in general. That was a specific event that we knew we could riff on both Judas Priest and the actual interaction. And that phrase we think is almost like a meme. Do Correct. Your job. Yeah. Do your okay? job. So. Y- 
he had heard the show, obviously, and we were never contacted directly by Facebook message or otherwise. No effort at all. No. So we just woke up one day and it said, your episode is pulled. You have a complaint. Now, with that said, if if the LaFons or anybody contacted us directly and said, I, you know, I, that wasn't cool. You know, I know you guys are kind of joking around, but I, I, I didn't really like how you were talking about this, that, and the other. What, what would we have done? Uh, we would have doubled down and no, I'm just kidding. We would, we would have pulled the thing. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. we're not really here to. I would hope that people have a good sense of humor about what we do, but but we're not here to to demean or, or belittle or pick on anybody. Uh, no. If you if, if you weren't cool with it, just just say something. We would have yanked it. We we'd yeah. have, we'd have, we'd have found a different way uh, to do whatever we wanted to do. Right, and and and, 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 and today is proof we're actually doing that. Yeah, we both do this show to have fun and from our passion of music. We're, we've been criticized by certain people as being a morning zoo show. Hey, wacky stuff! And, and you know, like that. And we're certainly not for everyone, just like mm-hmm. the LaFon show is not for everybody, too. So, but but the the, the main thing is, is that... Uh, well, we, we didn't we, criticize his show or him. Eh, maybe we went maybe a, little a little too far with him. But uh, for, we, were more, we were more critical of the actions. Yeah, that was it. Was the material that was produced? Yeah, um, and we'll we'll go into that in for a second. But, but in in general, Lafon's in your description of the show, you refer to yourself as a journalist, and you you've written and you've done the show, and you have your audience, everything like that. But as a journalist, you must support free speech and critical thought, whether you agree with it or not. Um, I'm sure you've written articles at some. Unless point your name that, is Michael Sweet. <laughs> Another pirate. Hey, hey, pirate. We definitely are a morning zoo show. Yeah. <laughs> now Michael Sweet's going to report me. Yes, but, uh. but listen, we're here to entertain and have fun. Um, yeah. And the last thing I want jokes, is people. Jokes. We, we don't. I don't want any drama. I don't want, want episodes being censored and stuff like that. We've done this for three years. That's not what we're into. No. Um, well, with all that, Luis, I'd like to actually add a couple things. Um, we did not actually violate, from what I understand, any actual laws or copyright laws. Uh, there's this thing called fair use, and fair use is any copying of copyrighted material done for a limited and transformative purpose. Transformative is a, is a word I'm going to get back to here. Per, a transformative purpose such as to comment upon, criticize, or parody a copyrighted work. Such uses can be done without permission of the copyright owner. Most fair uses fall into two categories, commentary and criticism or parody, which we do both. (laughs) Now, let me get back to the word transformative use. Transformative use. A primary test is whether or not you transform another person's work and make it into something of your own creative work. I think we met that criteria. Yes. Okay, and then there's another thing uh, that they talk about in the law about uh, amount and sustainability uh, when it comes to fair use. Uh, Using just enough of something to support an opinion and then comment and analyze, which we also did. And purpose of and character of the work, copyright law tends to tilt in the direction of fair use. Look at the brain on Baco. Yeah, yeah. This comes from the Stanford University website. Uh, I want to be very clear because it sounds like it's important that I say this. We are not legal minds. We are not offering advice to anybody. We are just saying, look, legally we we probably have a leg to stand on. But, uh, again, it goes back to what you said. If if LaFons didn't want there, we don't want it there. We're not trying to hurt anybody. Yes. And um, can I jump in here, Baco, if I may? The floor is yours. Well, thank you. Also, I, my uh, I feel much more intelligent. Hold on. after that. Yeah, apparently it's not cool. We can't talk anymore. <laughs> not again! Now, yeah, fuck it. Go, go. How, how are we getting? How are we getting live updates when we're recording in our basement? <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, what but, you uh, got? What you got? Okay. Now, a wise man once said this phrase, and I think you're very familiar with it. It's an ancient proverb. It may, must may come I... from uh, uh, Temple of Doom. <laughs> no. That's, that's, uh, you you hold on, lady. We go for ride. Short round. Short no. round. All right. No. It is, and I quote, <laughs> man racist. who... 
<laughs> What'd you say? Not racist. <laughs> no, no. That movie was was. Uh, I don't think it could be released. No. Do you think that? Do you think that that a man, a grown man, in a in a hat with a whip could have a young Asian boy? With it just Actually, with they're him? rebooting it, and and Indy is an uh, elderly woman. <laughs> That's right. And like short round is a is a giraffe. <laughs> Get it? Short round, yet he is a giraffe. He's very tall. <laughs> it's actually called Ironic Jones. Okay. Oh, now I'm now I'm on board. Yeah, okay. You got that Wally now, up in Canada? Can I can I get to the proverb, please? Please get to the proverb. Okay. That is man who live alone on island only have volleyball named Wilson as friend. <laughs> and that what that wise man was Tom Hanks. So here's my thing, LaFon. <clears throat> this is my olive branch. Podcasters need to stick together. We are all stronger and more successful as a result, getting more listeners, not losing them to what is perceived as competition. The Rock and Pod Expo is proof positive. We are inviting you to be partners of that community. Like many of your peers, we all support each other. Come to the Expo next year. Try not to take this all so seriously. Besides, we even gave you a cool nickname. LaFons! Hey! This, we gave you... Or equal with that nickname to a man that wore a leather jacket and jumped over a goddamn shark. Here we go, Fonz. I'm heading for the ramp. Are you sure you want to do it? And survived. Correct? Correct. We don't want any drama. We just want to have fun. Feature some great bands we like. So as such, we would like to apologize to anyone we've possibly offended over the last 140 episodes. Are you ready, Baco? I think I am. You going first? Ken Mills. Blackie Lawless. Aaron Camaro. Chris Sinzak. Billy Hardaway. Tough. Steelheart. Michael Sweet. Pirates. That photographer at the Alice Cooper Show. The self-checkout line. Witch Witch. Mitch Malloy's Teeth. Bands with Z's or X's in their names. Vince Neal. Chipotle Restaurants. Socks. Corpse of Dokken. Stephen Michael. Stephen Michael's wife. Three Sides of a Coin. People who listen to Three Sides of a Coin. Matt Porter. Walmart. Vinnie Vincent. Tom Kiefer's sweat glands. Brett Michaels. Sonny Pooney. Tom Araya's beard. The 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 thesaurus. <laughs> Kiss. Water parks. Dana Strum. Cubicle hippies. Michael Butler. Joey Haney. Pods and sods. Granny Smith apples. Bobby Blotzer. People with children. Spotify. Earbuds. Y&T. Nashville. Asshole beers. Mackerel beers. Applebee's. Joe Elliott's underwear. Paul Stanley. Doc McGee. Aaron Lewis. Jeff Tate fans. Holladio. Chick-fil-A. Mike Pence. Bearskin rugs. God. The color black. Liquid nails. Josh Toomey. Cottonmouth Kings. Wet wipes. Amazon. Black Veil Brides. Hinder. Flat Earthers. Hugh Hefner. Stones. Bob Kulik's head. Uber. Dave Mustaine. Eddie Trunk. Grapevines. Squish. Balls. Robots. The term underrated. Boboflex. Meat. Square wheels. AOL. Boners. Steve. Broads. Chicks. Courtney Cronin Dold. Woman. <laughs> Women. Shirt tuckers. Coors Light. Facts. Pumpkin spice lattes. Denver. St. Paul. Vaults. Piggly Wiggly. Adobe Huts. And Brandon Lee. And last but not least... The LaFons! Hey. So here you have it, our apology, the Walmart-censored version of the Lost Episode 140. Enjoy. Hey there, coming to you live from one of the 20 Tim Horton locations in Montreal, my name is Canuck LaHoser, and this is Mock Talk. Today, I'm so pumped I might not even finish my Tim bits. We have a special guest radio personality... Spaghetti Trunk. Spaghetti, welcome to Mock Talk. Thanks for having me, Canuck. Yeah, you know, the Supreme Court declined to rule on the constitutionality of any federal law regarding the free speech clause until the 20th, Don't you 20th know century. Don't that in September for 1985, example, the, the Parents Court Music Resource Center formed out of a concern for the dangers of music on the American public. The DMRC Farmers Union is now a friend twice on the Senator Al you're listening to the Cobras and Fire podcast. 
part of the Decibel Geek Podcast Network. Now let's turn the microphones over to the third and fourth most self-important men in podcasting. I'm talking about Loose Cannon. I'm talking about Baco. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and as always, I am joined by the thumbs up loose cannon. Loose, how you doing tonight? Hey, it's La Loose. <laughs> hey. I'm good. Hey. Hey. I'm, I'm thumbs up all the time, man. I'm uh, that's my that's my Canadian fonds. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Yeah. You know, maybe we got to be like. Uh, we'll bring that back, and then uh, next year it'll be. We'll bring back. What's up? What's up? Hey. Oh, this does sound like it. Man, I, maybe what's up ripped off the fawns. Now that I think about it, it's the same tone. I totally had to. Yeah. So what's 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 on your mind tonight? Why why the thumbs up, man? I don't know. I was just thinking about um, guy Jewish guys that are five five and play, playing playing <laughs> uh, playing badasses and jumping over sharks in a wearing a leather jacket. I don't know. It's just it just that's that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, man. I, I just wanted to start out with uh, you know that was definitely fun doing the Rock and Pod recap. But I, uh, listening back, I highly enjoyed it. But I, I suddenly realized that was a little insider baseball. I guess everybody that listens to it knows all the other podcasters were making fun of. But but uh, <laughs> at, at the same time, I guess they can always. Just would also laugh. help that we basically explained every joke the entire episode too. <laughs> I guess we did. We, yeah. you know, we, we explained the slow talkers and things like that. But I, yeah, I, no. I, I did have a couple other follow up questions. I realized. Okay, yeah. Um, what you got? So there's one one thing I we didn't talk about that that much is I know you talked about getting drunk with Ron Keel, but but uh, list off uh, you're going to be rolling out these. Are you putting it all in one one? artist interview ep- episode i put everything into two episodes and by the time this is out they will both be up uh but the uh the first one is going to be like the artist guest episode and that's going to have ron keel uh trey Laketa from tesla mike Vissera from uh loudness obsession and Ingve malmstein and gary corbett who we love from his time with kiss and cinderella but he's also been you know all over the map we get into it turns out gary is really into uh internet race car driving and uh, kind of a fascinating side conversation with him there and then the uh the second app that i'm going to roll out is worth the uh the expo uh podcasters you know friends from last year some maybe uh, a new face or two to our program anyway and so people can kind of hear what we talk about there so okay cool yeah so so the, the each one of these is maybe 20 minutes or so 20, 30 minutes is that kind yeah, of the time between you had? 10 and 20 minutes per guest, depending on, you know, where we went with it. Uh, the podcaster ones might be a little lengthier, but it's all right in that area. Okay, cool. Did you tell uh, Troy Laqueta that Tesla is perfectly rated? <laughs> yeah, and uh, he, he, he totally agreed. So. Oh, good, good. He understood. He did. <laughs> All no, right. Bring that, that did not come up in our conversation. but uh, And one last thing people can look for, and again, it'll probably be out if they're listening to this, is at some point I'm going to toss up the, uh, the Q&A I did with Erie Vaughn. Now, for people who listen to our show, it's kind of a condensed version of the, of the interview I already did with them. There's a couple of new nuggets in there. But I thought it'd be fun to share with people who hadn't heard it. So. Okay, cool. So, yeah, for... Uh, those that have listened to the show for a while, we always talk about reviews, but because of our amazing organization, we never actually mention them on the show. Or we do yeah, randomly. I'm, I'm usually laying on the floor at around 3 a.m. and I wake after one of these, you know, recording sessions, and I get up <laughs> and kind of, you know, you know, remove the, you know, my face from the the ground here, and they go, "Oh, we forgot to do reviews." Yeah. Every time we get off the this this recording session we think of like nine things we forgot so but so i want to do it now before we forget and, and okay so i was thinking about doing it and so there's this new obviously you can go to itunes you can go to facebook but there's a new place called 
Podchaser, just podchaser.com, and you can find it on Facebook also. And it's a good collection of all things podcasts. You can find some new ones, not just rock, but uh, podcasts in general. Anyway, they have a really easy way to, to do reviews, and I would, had no idea. You can, oh, before you get too far, you can also review individual episodes, which I think is kind of fun. Oh, I, that I didn't even know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know that we've gotten any on ours, but uh, yeah, if you're listening and there's an episode you like or hate uh, specifically, go ahead and knock, knock us out a review there. Anyway, carry on. Yeah, yeah. So you can just do it. You can throw up five stars or, or something really quick, but I had no idea, and I checked this out because I've heard about it lately. We have 30, we have 30 reviews. We've mm, got th- nice. Well, I mean, we have 30 ratings, and, and uh, um, uh, but, but we have as many elements on here as we have in iTunes since the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was pretty cool. So I wanted to read off uh, two that I find amusing. You ready? Yeah. Okay. So the first one is just really quick and to the point. It just says, Funny Rock Talk with Great Music by Baco. Mm, that's a good name. <laughs> so yeah, great. When I first uh, heard about this, I went on there and we didn't have a review. So I quick threw one up there. And because uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a fraud, I didn't hide behind the fact that I just reviewed my own show. I didn't use a fake name or anything. Like Voltron. I'm not sure how you could. Yeah. I, I, and then I also left three sides of the coin uh, a review. But uh, <laughs> I, it, it hasn't been posted for some reason. I, yeah. I didn't pass the robot test. You know, those, those CAPTCHAs where they say you prove you're not a robot? They have right. one that says you have to prove you are a robot. <laughs> it's a reverse captcha. <laughs> yeah, so I couldn't leave them a review. Anyway, pro- yeah. probably to their benefit. Uh, you got another review? Maybe one not written by me? Yeah, sure. I've got one that is from Johnny R. And it says, this show is one reason to look forward to Tuesday. Ruthless, no holds commentary. Not something you can listen to in your cubicle. It can get graphic. <laughs> I almost had to pull over when they discussed masturbating on the Monsters of Rock Cruise. <laughs> Very funny. No sympathy for those that are easily butthurt. Recommended. Well, a couple catchphrases in there. So, yeah. Uh, cheers, Johnny R. Yes, yes. Uh, want one more? Yeah, why not? Okay, all right. It says, by Lori82, it says, These guys rock. Their show description mentions absurd discussion. That is accurate. Vince Neal leaving the stage mid-show for a run to Chipotle. Blackie Lawless, (laughs) Blackie Lawless addicted to throwing meat at people. The Black Veil Bride's lyric or not game show. Paul Stanley using AOL dial-up service to tweet. (laughs) Their kiss commentary is all as good. The interview eps have a unique take to them. In summary, this may may be the most honest music discussion you can hear. <laughs> well done. I like these. They're details, you know? They have little nuggets in there. Oh, my God. Uh, if there was that recent, maybe I slipped somebody like 50 bucks in... Uh, in <laughs> no, it's uh, like... Uh, th- both of these are about three weeks ago. So thank you to everyone that's under review, including the ones we just read from Lori82 and Johnny R. And don't forget, you can find us on Facebook.com slash Cobra's Fire, where you can also leave us a rating and do us a solid. Give us a positive review on iTunes if you happen to be listening on there. That always helps. Apparently, we uh, we don't get that very often there. No. <laughs> we're all, and don't forget, we're on Twitter uh, at, at Cobra's Fire. And so we're, uh, we're slowly growing that. And you just mentioned Podchaser. And so all sorts of ways to reach out and connect with us. We will... Try to be better at reading your name and stuff on the air. Uh, so I, I, anything else to say on that level, Luce? Nope. Nope. I just want to do that before I forgot. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the episode. What do we got today? Let's do it. Yeah. So today is, you know, getting back to the core. You've been you've been in Nashville. Um, we did a Ripe Rock Radio where I played a cocaine-fueled mm-hmm. DJ having a breakdown, which is essentially a documentary <laughs> on my life. So nice. now it's we're going to get back to just ridiculous, like like it was described, absurd discussions, right? Yeah, that sounds good, man. So what, uh, music-wise, what, a shits and giggles kind of thing? You're just going to throw anything against the wall and see what sticks, or what do we got going there? Yeah, pretty much, but I think we should kick off the show with what you just discovered today, and that is, who has a new album? Alice and Shane's. Yeah. 
Our boy Ronnie James Dio is back in the news, loose. I, I know you saw it because we talked about it a little bit. And his uh, estranged wife, I believe she's remarried now, uh, but Wendy Wendy Dio, who is the uh, the brains behind the whole Hollow Dio thing, which you and I are a big fan of. Sure, love it. Uh, uh, is basically apparently the Hollow Dio must not be pulling in the cash like she had hoped. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna base that on two things. One. That tour that, that was going to be sweeping across the United States still has yet to happen. At least the tour with the hologram has yet to happen. And she's selling all of his shit. Yeah, that's not a good sign. I, I can also, can, can I give you a little bit of a personal experience with the hollow deal? Yes, definitely. Let the, give it, let the listeners share. So I saw that at the, the amazing venue Herman's Hideaway, which I've seen uh, some <laughs> funny concerts like the Bullet Boys and, and things uh, of that nature. You couldn't fit the Holodio in Herman's Hideaway. Well, that's the whole thing. But I wanted to make sure that I wasn't missing because the fact is this place is almost, almost walkable from where I live. So the fact that the Holodio could have come to my home and it came and left would have been a sin for this podcast. Right? I mean, come on. That's unforgivable. Absolutely. Drink. Yes. So we, so I, I wanted to find out. So I had an exchange with the, with, well, I'm assuming as a manager or maybe one of the guys. We need like a sounder for the, uh, something that, that uh, we can let the listener know that we're about to hear a classic loose cannon exchange. Loose, loose, loose. So anyway, so I, I wanted to make sure that at Hermes Highway, they always everybody always plays late, like eleven o'clock. Doesn't matter if it's a weekday or not. So I wasn't going to waste my time unless you know I won Holodio to be there. So you know, hey, to you're, find not, out. you're not staying up till eleven without no fucking Holodio guarantee. <laughs> That's right. I got to have a hologram. Ten o'clock, fine. Eleven o'clock, must need hologram of some yeah. dead person. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting a fucking handy from a hologram if I'm up past midnight. <laughs> That's the next level. They gotta develop handy, handy holograms. How'd you like that? Just, just a random, yeah. random people. I, by the way, I hear the hollow deal is a, a a regular listener to Three Sides of the Coin. Carry on. <laughs> and Tupac. And Tupac. Yeah, the hollow Tupac. <laughs> the hollow Pac. So, are you sure it just said that, or did it say the hologram is called Deal Returns? Get your head out of your ass, loose can. <laughs> no, but I just think it's funny that they actually have <laughs> that the hologram has to be addressed <laughs> as, yeah. as dear returns. If you say Address any variation, the hologram properly, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I know, respect for the hologram. It's uh, it's ridiculous, but no, so it didn't have it. The so hologram like, signing autographs for fifty bucks a pop. <laughs> uh, the hologram left a voicemail on Craig Gass's phone for forty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> You know who lined up for that autograph, Rock and Ron. <laughs> yeah, Rock and Ron, but uh, he walked through it or something. Out of... <laughs> Damn thing's defective. I don't think this is official. It says Hollow Dio, not Dio Returns Hologram. <laughs> so anyway, I decided I'm going to go to the show. Uh, earlier in the day, I had lost my, uh, or I, I couldn't find my debit card. I'm sure it was somewhere in the house, but I was just like, screw it. I had my credit card, uh, head to the show, get to the door. Guy asked for 20 bucks for for a ticket. I said, fine. I uh, handed my credit card. He goes, sorry, cash only. Cash only. He goes, there's an ATM. I don't have my debit card. And he's like, I go, hey, can I at least, I'll go to the, directly to the bar. I'll start a $20 tab and then buy a beer on top of that. Is that cool? No. Okay. And I went home. Wow. <laughs> well, so you was, know, I, I got a feeling that um, the money is going directly to the band at that point if, if they were acting like that. You've been there before. Has it always been kind of cash only at the door? I, I, I typically do have cash on me. I just that was okay. just a random night. I ran there, but this so night your cash Maybe. and your 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 debit card were in your wife's purse with your balls, right? <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. Where they, where they are always kept, but they have, but. Um, I don't know. I usually get uh, hooked up there, too. So I, I have no idea, but that, that's my point. That's my fucking life. I got rock blocked, and then I try to go to a show that doesn't have a hologram, and I'm still fucked. All right. So continue with uh, the Dio estate sale. So basically what I'm saying is because Wendy Dio did not get my $20, that was the breaking point to start selling his shit. <laughs> yeah, she was $20 short on her house payment this month. Um, yeah. <laughs> Can't make it. So. Got to start selling the swords. So, yeah, you know, I, I, I was intrigued. It's like what, what kind of estate shit? Because I know Kiss did this, and it was a fairly underwhelming auction, I mean, unless you had a ton of money. 
Sure. Like the, like there wasn't really anything for the the casual fan to drop a hundred bucks on that that I thought was cool. I remember flipping through that. The Dio estate sale is exactly what you think it is. It's swords. It's dragons. Uh, you know, and stage clothes that, uh, you know, well, your kids are going to be, you know, hitting six and seven years old soon, so they, they can probably wear them. Um, <laughs> probably fit them. I heard that uh, Michael Butler already has a bid on the cape. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, he's, uh, Michael Butler's bidding on all the wardrobe just so he, you know, he's like, I need some new clothes. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, what else is on there? What's what are some of the highest high price items? Oh, uh, well, they haven't. I, I've only seen the video, and they don't really talk prices yet. The auction starts on the 14th. Uh, and so, of course, you know, I, I took the day off of work uh, and uh, uh, applied for a brand-new credit card. So I, I'm, I'm walking away, <laughs> away with some Dio shit. See, I'm, uh, I'm really hoping that they would have gone old school and one day would just open up the garage at 9, 9 a.m. Yeah. And, uh, and just have a, just a racks of stuff, roll them out to the driveway and just because I would just want to see a video of the people that showed up to buy this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, this is going to seem like a tangent, but I swear it's not. Are you, are you familiar with uh, Viking head coach great Bud Grant? Do you, do you know the name at all? Of course, I'm not a man. So okay, uh, Hall of Hall of Fame uh, head coach. He's in his uh, early 90s, late 80s, and he still lives in the Twin Cities here. Okay. For three summers in a row, he had a garage sale of all of his Viking <laughs> crap. And okay. it, it's, it's glorious. And he sits there at the end of the driveway and signs autographs for everybody who buys anything. And it, it is not just, like, stuff from his Viking days. It's also... Typical garage, stuff, <laughs> you know, stuff. So that'd be great. Yeah, if Wendy like just rolled up the garage door on, uh, you know, Dio Mansion One on the West Coast there, and like, and, and including like next to a dragon head was a toaster that doesn't really work the same anymore, or you know, like some skis <laughs> that Dio bought in the sixties or something. <laughs> hey, if the uh, if the sword and dragon tie doesn't work for you, you can come over here and I have a complete <laughs> set of great Muppet caper glasses from McDonald's. <laughs> no, it's, 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 a, it's two glasses short of a complete set. <laughs> I'm sorry. I used to have Miss Piggy, but I dropped, I dropped her on the floor four years ago. I do have Animal in pristine condition. That's $5. <laughs> Here's some uh, TV trays that Craig Goldie left at her house when he was living in the garage. Here's a promo picture of Vivian Campbell from the Last in the Line tour that Ronnie teabagged. That'll go for <laughs> that'll go for fifty seven dollars. Next to the Holy Diver tour T shirt bin, there's a lamp that doesn't work. Dio has rocked for a long, long time. It's time for him to pass the torch. He has songs of wildebeest and angels. He has soared on the wings of a demon. That you're very well taken care of You'll tell us secrets that you've learned Wow, your sauce will mix with ours And we'll make a good goulash, baby Dio, down go You must give your cape and scepter to me And a small wonderful KG All right, let's talk about Ace Frehley. He has a new album Freely. coming out. <laughs> new album coming out, creatively titled Spaceman. Spaceman. Yes, and uh, I think he yeah. likes themes. Yeah, he definitely does. He's kind of he's kind of milked the uh, the space theme a little hard uh, over forty years. I think. Did you know that he's from space? I, I, I believe so. So is Tommy Thayer as well. 
not sure. If uh, Tommy Thayer is the real spaceman. That's oh, just yes, yeah. yes. Well, all I got to says, have you have you seen the cover? Have you seen the cover of it now? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I did. Your impressions, please. Well, isn't it the outfit? At least it's very similar if it's not the actual outfit. It might be the actual outfit because he looks a lot thinner. From 1978, during the solo albums, all the guys had their own little weird costumes that they never really wore ever again for some of the promotional stuff for, for that. And this is looks almost exactly like the one that, that Ace had, like a basically a silver bodysuit. And they might have actually <laughs> just plopped his current head on, the, on an old photo. I don't know. <laughs> well, the guitar, he's obviously yeah. not actually holding the guitar. It's like floating yeah. there, bad Photoshopped. And I think you're right. I think they slapped his his uh, head on there, too. But the, the main thing about it that I, I think John Astronomy, Astronomy probably did the cover himself. No. What it is is I think that what they all they did is they chopped off either George Clinton or Bootsy Collins' head and threw his head on top of it. <laughs> this is straight up a Parliament Funkadelic album cover. You could put you could take this and just throw it in any of of the catalog, any P Funk. That's a good album, point. And it will fit exactly. This is a leftover. Well, they did a lot of UFO stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Right. The whole mothership connection and everything. So you're saying this, Ace stole this back in the 70s even. Yes, I'm like, saying he, he stole it back in the 70s. He slapped his head on top of it. Because I'm looking it up and I'm looking at it right now in my computer screen. The outfit is totally something from P-Funk. And uh, and uh, the, the, the guitar is, is literally floating on top of his hand. It is such a bad Photoshop job. But uh, the fucking Spaceman. There's the album. Uh, yeah, looking got, forward to it. How about you? Nope. Yeah, uh, but I know it's going to be good, right? I mean, we've heard two songs, and they're both bad, and they're about boys. I mean, it's very odd the entire the entire thing. I I don't think there's a lot of quality control in the Ace Freely camp right now. I uh, I thought Space Invader was a uh, a slightly better record than Anomaly. Anomaly at least had a couple songs that I liked a lot, right? Uh, but I, most of it I, I hated. And Space Invader was like, well, I don't really hate any of this, but none of it's that good. Right. And so, and also, there's, there's, these are some of the worst recordings that I've heard. Uh, it, it seems like modern technology has really helped a lot of these, like uh, uh, legacy acts, turn out really fresh, modern sounding records. And Ace Frehley apparently doesn't have the time to deal with that. He's like having Glenn Danzig makes all of his records. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything else to say about this? I just found the cover. Uh, I realize this is not a visual podcast, even though we paint pictures with our words. <laughs> but we'll include it in the show art. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's comedy. No, we touched on it when we first heard the record title, and we both couldn't, we just kind of shook our heads at it. Uh, sadly, I, I, I constantly root for Ace, and it's like Craig Smith says about Kiss. They always let you down. Ace's playing has degenerated the, to the point where he can't even record good. And I just, you know, I'll buy it. Yeah, that's how I don't understand your sickness. Is you keep buying these for the collection, but you know, just like look at them and not not listen to them. I get it, you're a completionist, but my God, I will is. listen to the whole record. But uh, I, I something tells me it's going to be a, a single time. Yeah. Well, the covers yeah. one, to my credit, never bought. Hmm. That's the only one I don't have by Ace. Oh, you didn't buy it. I thought you did. I thought you said you had to. Eventually, I'll stumble across it somewhere for two <laughs> bucks. Right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, here's to you, Ace. Good luck with this pile of shit.
you know what the working title for Spaceman was? Was it by chance Fractured Mirror 73? <laughs> no, it was actually Flea Market Bin. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't sucking the teat of Fractured? <laughs> nope. Flea Market Bin it is then. Uh, no, All that's right. a great, that would have been a much better title. Are you yeah. kidding me? I, I'd been so much more <laughs> excited. Like, uh, he's really flea market bin. It was actually a picture of him behind a booth at a flea market with holding the, the album face, Freely Spaceman. Like, how can I make this sound worse than a bootleg? <laughs> uh. Yeah, uh, I think it's mixed by the uh, the guy that mixed the vault. <laughs> I think you're right. And what I mean yeah. by that is it just that he just hit record on a jam yep. box from '88. <laughs> yeah, this was re, this was uh, he went in low tech on the recording. Nothing. It says engineer Steve. <laughs> yeah, Steve's back, baby. So Baco, you want to talk about what could be a recurring segment on our show? I'm definitely intrigued. I got a half chub. Let's see how far this goes. <laughs> sure, I think. We're going to have a new segment called The LaFons. Hey. How come? Because I'm the Fonz. Hey. 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 Yeah, so this is exciting. Uh, I, 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 what, what could possibly have spawned? The, the this week in LaFonz or whatever we're calling this bit. Well, yeah, you shared a picture of e. doing something at a concert, which we'll go into in a second. And that mm-hmm. is, just so you know, if you don't know, e. is a respected rock journalist. Self-endorsed and also Welcher of Bets. <laughs> Welcher of Bets, what are you talking about? Uh, you can hear that uh, story with uh, Joey on an upcoming episode of, from a Rockin' Pod coverage, so... Okay. All right. Uh, nice little tease there. But anyway, so yeah, he is a respected rock journalist because he owns a microphone and figured out how to use GarageBand. So <laughs> by that qualification, we are also respected and rock Skype. journalists. Oh, <laughs> Skype too. That is true. That is a, a, a complete skill set. And of course, he was a, a former co-host. On- Just three dudes talking about kids. And we won't edit out the part where we got to get up and take a piss. Get up and take a piss. So he has that pedigree as well. And yeah. Um, yeah, so so basically there was a picture. Why don't you describe the picture that you and, and describe why you shared it with me? Well, it was a picture of e. and The reason I shared it with you is because he had uh, blown up uh, my feet a little bit with, uh, look how sweet my seats are for Judas Priest. And oh, I'm about to see the mighty priest. And oh, here I am with Glenn Tipton. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, he got caught on the Jumbotron, uh, basically not paying attention to the show. And he's on his phone. And, uh, of course, he spun it like, huh, got busted doing my live priest updates. And I'm like, you... Awesome and handsome man. You know what I mean? Come on. Why why would... Go ahead. to, To be fair, I don't think it's the biggest crime in the world. I think at this stage of the game, we could all be caught looking at our phone at some point during any concert, no matter how attentive we might try to be. Uh, I, I don't really begrudge him for that. It was more the response that I was like, y- you're, you're such a, you're, you're a fucking... Super cool guy. <laughs> that, 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 but that's my point, is that, that, uh, that, that it was posted up there, and uh, let, me, let me find what I uh, wrote. God damn it. Jesus. E- Post fucking 9,000 things a day. I, I'm really going does. back. Like, he's very active in uh, on social media, which is why you know he's the, he's the he gets the big ones. No, but he has all these scheduled posts of like this is the anniversary of this bullshit album and stuff like that. So it's, yeah, did you know on this day, uh, uh, Bad Medicine went to number one? <laughs> <laughs> Here's a picture of a single. Oh yeah, you actually went further down the rabbit hole than I did. I just saw the picture and and saw the comment he left. You went and read the comments. I, I did. I read. I read the comments, and somebody said, "Like, hey, man, shouldn't you just like be watching the show, or whatever, in the front row?" Something. Somebody said that. So his defense for doing this, which again, not that big of a deal, you know, we're, the, the picture is not that big of a deal. But he says, "I will never apologize for doing my job." <laughs> now, what? What? 
what is the, I want you to give me some examples. Like you saw Judas, I saw Judas Priest this tour. You saw him, right? Yeah. And I was, I was fucking, I, I don't remember the show because I was live tweeting, you know, the entire time. And, you know, <laughs> all the updates. My, my fucking job, man. Okay. I remember, I remember even like I was getting a beer and I was live tweeting and someone's like, uh, hey, can you put the phone down and pay for your beer? It's like, hey, asshole, do my fucking job. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I don't know what the, what the fuck's gonna happen at a pre-show. You know what I mean? Like uh, I I'd, I think everybody made it through the show without breaking a leg. I don't think Halford, you know, ran the motorcycle into the drum riser or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, Ian Hill stood in one spot the entire time. I'm pretty sure. So I'm not I, I, I'm not sure what kind of nuggets the uh, the 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 followers of e- would have been missing out were he not. Doing my job. That's right. I'm, I, does he have to share? He said, like, uh, you know, I have to share pictures immediately. Yes, it's the same poses they do in every <laughs> town and every <laughs> song. They, they're going to play Living After Midnight. They're going to play You Got Another Thing Coming. These are the things that are going to happen. There's nothing unless Rob Rob uh, Halford finally sh- showed that thesaurus that we're talking about all the time <laughs> and threw that in the fucking ground and go, here it is. This is all my song lyric ideas. Then here it is. Bam. <laughs> Boom! Here it is. 40 years of lyrics. You know what? No, what, what he had to live tweet was that uh, um, Richie injected a lot of life into the band. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching this guy. He's really bringing the life into Judas And Priest. that in 1988, Bad Medicine went to number one. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. You think, oh, he had to send that update. Fuck, I remember. I forgot today was Bad Medicine Day. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, oh, I can't wait for the next pre-song. Oh, shit, I forgot. Motley Crue or Warrant? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the gems you only get from the man doing his job. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, jobs usually entail getting a salary as well. <laughs> and then I simply... Uh, uh, I basically stole a Courtney Cronin Dole, uh, Dole uh, uh, joke, which has to, which I, I said. Get used I to it, Courtney. Him, he steals mine all the time. Yeah. I said, do you have a picture of you holding up your phone and blocking the view of others behind you as well? <laughs> there, there was, there is a couple next to me yelling about a recipe for potato casserole on the big screen during the Ripper, but I opted not to share it. <laughs> and, and he said. He said, at no time did I block anyone's view. <laughs> What That's about the it. recipe? Well, that <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. So my point of doing this is, listen, I don't begrudge anybody having passion about music to do this, to do all these things. That's what yeah. we do. But and I is, really don't begrudge somebody for looking at their phone for a few no. minutes here and there during a show. No, that that's funny when you get captured doing it. I do begrudge people from taking themselves in a matter that is totally appropriate for the situation. Especially when you consider the hard-hitting journalist he is. One road to the east, another to the west, in a fit of desperation, in the dark I saw.
Here's the etiquette. If you work for a website and you get passes and you get to take pictures and you get to be, uh, be in the uh, have good seats and be in the front row and you get to meet these people that you've always wanted to meet and things like that, don't brag about it. Yep. Don't talk about all these kind of things. Don't say, look how awesome I am. Just do it. Enjoy it. And again, have a good sense of humor of it. We make fun of what we love. That's <laughs> it. Most of the time. I uh, well, you, we, we've we've had a lot of crap going on with the expo and, and a lot of interviews lined up. I really don't feel I've taken a chance just to ask you, how has your days been going, Luce? Everything going good on the on the Cannon Ranch? Uh, yes and no. I can tell you that this morning I uh, stopped at Einstein Bagels, a fine a fine place to mm, get your yeah. I your... love the uh, the honey wheat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and uh, I love the uh, uh, their coffee. So I got there and. Um, as I am a very polite man, I <laughs> I uh, saw a a, a, a couple um, fact. Yes, I, I saw a couple coming in, and and you know I got into the door, and there's a rule, kind of a standard, where if you are going into a place and you see somebody else coming in at the same time, what do you do? I make sure I, I walk a little faster, get in front of them, uh, dart through the door, and make sure it, it kind of. I, I just kind of open it just as little as I need to, so they have to use all their effort. <laughs> no, that's not pro- proper. What you do is you uh, hold the door. That's what I learned for... in uh, um, Cotillion. I have no idea what the fuck that is. Uh, big word. Look it up. Anyway, well, if they're in a reasonable distance from you, uh, you're not supposed to slam the door. You're supposed to hold it open and and let them yeah. proceed inward to the establishment. And uh, that is what I did. But this uh, this morning, when I did that, what, what, what can you see could be the risks? of this of this uh, courtesy well it'd be for me it's the fear of like being one or two spots further back in line than i would have had i darted in and slammed the door in their face right so that's what i did this morning and uh it wasn't just one person two people it was four fucking people and all four of them went ahead of me and put me in the back (laughs) for 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 my courtesy of opening the door were you going just for coffee that's all I was going for, and of Ooh. course, those four people had a very complicated order of of eggs on a bagel and special yeah. requirements. And you can think of the most annoying orders, uh, taking a while to figure out. Hmm, what do I want for breakfast today? Yeah, l- what, let me give you a, uh, a little side tangent here. Let me tell me if you agree with this. It's a bagel place. I'm okay that they have coffee. Bagel. Yeah, it's bagels, bagels, bagels. Whatever Go you ahead. want to fucking call it. It's Einstein bagels. David LaRoth's bagels. They should sell two things. Go ahead. Bagels and coffee. <laughs> Get in and out. It's like yeah. a, a... No fucking uh, pre-wrapped Rice Krispie treat. Some fucking weird uh, wheat flat, uh, you know, feta cheese with spinach, egg egg white sandwich that, you know... No, I don't come here for breakfast in, in the ordinary sense. Like, I want to be served on a plate of food. I want a fucking bagel, some cream cheese, and a cup of coffee. That's correct. Do a few things really well, not a bunch of things okay. That's my philosophy for all businesses. Throw it in a fucking bag, shove it in a, cough, in a cup, and get goddamn moving. Anyway, so now you're in the this situation... This isn't fucking Sizzler, Okay. This is not Shoney's. We're not talking about high-class eating. <laughs> I bet you would have been in and out and full at Shoney's quicker than the, the way this story is going. Carry on. Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Like, what am I supposed to do? I woke up in a great mood today, and then some uh, uh, no-sense social norm <laughs> people. people. cut in front of you at, at Einstein, and it's like 8 o'clock, and you're like, day is fucked. <laughs> it's like, I, seriously, I muttered right behind him. I go, fuck my life. Now, how about this? The other day, at another uh, place that has pastries, there was a Panera Bread <laughs> where I got in line, and when I was right at the front of the line, I just I wanted to see – I couldn't 
see something on the menu. So I walked forward um, out of the little corral and and looked at something and then walked back, uh, uh, walked towards the cashier. And she goes, I'm sorry, sir. You have to be in line. You have to be in that line over there for me to serve you. I, I just got aligned for a second. No, you have to go back there. You have to go back. I'm like, are you kidding me? No. This is a customer or an employee? No, it's an employee. She said, oh, like, yeah. like uh, you yeah. came from that direction. You're supposed to wait in line like all these other people. I'm like, uh, I'm like, oh, I, I can't wait. They must have uh, heard about you at Wh- Witch Witch. <laughs> like, Witch Witch is, like, spreading out the, uh, like, you got, like, an FBI photo that they hand out to all the, the other sandwich <laughs> chains. Uh, it's like, yeah, why keep an eye out for this asshole. He's going to fucking destroy your toilet. I don't uh, care if he says he needs to wash his hands. He's going to do something else. <laughs> a callback in the previous episode. Give him a wish. wet nap. Yes, uh, a chony wipe. A chony wipe. Work's not dead. And it's not going to apologize for doing its job. Break! I broken! Where is this going? None of this rhymes, so I think it makes it funnier. Here we go. 
Hey, hey, it's E's, a man who is not self-aware. He's the journalist because he owns a microphone, got front row seats every night. He thinks live tweeting is a job. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my God. And his resume lists just three dudes talking about kids. It's the E. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 